0: Oh, well, we needed to. A couple of babies. Yeah. Um, all right, we can get started. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah, there's your mic. Okay. I don't know if you've ever been on a podcast before. I this know. your first
1: one? This is my first. Yes. Are you kidding? Let's go. Yeah. I'm
0: yeah. um, nervous. So, are we good to go? We're good. Yeah, we're we're live. Okay. Um. Welcome back, everybody. Um. Today we have someone very close to me and Max. Um, She's my next door neighbor, kind of like a second mom to me. Uh, She is a real estate uh, guru. Is that the right thing? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, A mother of three, a close friend of my mom. So yeah, Megan Talimotu.
1: Nice to be here. Thank you. We'll put some
0: cool applause in the background or something right there. Okay.
2: Welcome. Thanks for doing this.
1: Thank you for the invite. I it's a privilege.
0: Yeah, so we can we can kind of feel out how we want to do it if we want to go. I know we we definitely want to talk about real estate. Okay. But if we want to talk about maybe like funny childhood stories, that kind of thing too, we can get into that.
1: I could have come prepared with that. Sure, plenty of those involving you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, so talk about like maybe your family, where you come
0: from. Sure. Um, maybe just the connection between all yeah, of us. Yeah, exactly. That's okay, connection between all of you. Yeah.
1: So I've been living in this neighborhood of Raleigh Hills since I was in the fourth grade. So you guys went to the same grade school, middle school, and high school that I went to. Not high school. We all went to different high schools, but same district. And so my mom still lives in the neighborhood. My brother and sister still live in the neighborhood. All my nieces and nephews live here. And a long time ago, when your mom was pregnant with you and your sister, Aiden. Um, Riley and... Yes. No, those two twins. That's <laughs> yeah. right. My bad. Uh, when she was pregnant with the twins, they were looking for a new house and they wanted to be over in this area. And so I was helping them look for a new house and your mom was on bed rest. She couldn't get up to see it. So guess who made the decision? Well, Joe supposedly did cause he's her husband, but it was really mine and your mom's decision yeah. in the end. We went through, we did a video and you guys now live on this beautiful half acre. Not too long after that. She called over the fence one day and let me know that the house next door was for sale, so we bought the house right next door to you. Now called lovingly the Acre,
0: the Acre,
1: which the dads of Max and others and Eric's mom and dad and stuff, they also call it the Bermuda Triangle because like the moms would come over with the kids and they'd never leave. <laughs> yeah, and so we were just here. Kids are running crazy. Fridays at four, all those Fridays great at traditions. Four. That yep, was a big thing. They started right here on the Acre, and. Before that, um, I knew your mom because we were in a track together at Oregon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Me and Max were talking about, what was this, last week? About it's so weird that, like, all of our, like, our, this whole, like, little group we have, like, I don't, none of my other friends have, like, kids and parents that they've grown up with for 18 years, and they've, every single weekend, they're spending time together. Like, our little group we've had for so long, I think it's super rare. It which is. It's something. I've learned to appreciate a little bit.
1: It is rare. And as you get older, you'll even know more why. Just because as you get older and you have kids, everybody's kids are off doing different things. And that's sort of what creates the connections. And a lot of our kids just did the same things. And even when they didn't, we still kind of prioritized our friendships and keeping our families together. Yeah.
2: Did you have something like that growing up? Where, like...
1: No, because we moved by the time I got here in the fourth grade, I was born in Hartford, Connecticut. We'd lived in Connecticut, Philadelphia, Key West, Florida, San Diego, Dallas, Texas, and then here. So I Jeez, lived I all of those. Yeah, my much. dad was in the Navy. He was a doctor in the oh, Navy. That's what it was. So yeah. but being settled by the fourth grade's pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's you know, being here yeah. by that by that point. And, you know, all you guys and the kids, you you guys have never moved really. Yeah. No. Right? Since you've been think little. I, haven't I lived here my whole life? You've lived here the whole life. You've lived in this house almost, right? You were on the yeah, east side. I was
2: on the east side for my yep. first, like, three You're to four years. Yeah. 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 Born on the east side, man. For True. the west coast, man.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> the west coast.
2: Um. Yep. Yeah, so that's been pretty cool. And uh, so your husband, Ina.
1: Yes, my husband, Ina, we met in college. He was playing football at Portland State. He's from a small island called American Samoa. And he left with, um, I think, probably $72 in his pocket and a backpack. And he went up to Yakima to play football and then got recruited down to Portland State and just came over trying to find a dream. He found it. And luckily, we found each other and he loves it here, too. How did you meet him? Met him in a bar. Met him in a, a bar. Met him in a go. bar. There's a, it was a great bar. It's called Champions. It's in the Marriott, it's not there anymore, but all the blazers used to hang out there. Oh, wow. So it was a pretty cool bar actually. So were you looking for a blazer? No, I no. Oh. I was looking for a Samoan. <laughs> no, I wasn't looking for anybody. I wasn't looking for anybody. Yeah. And uh but then what was cool, he started bouncing at that bar later and he was working security, him and all of his friends. Oh, so it's pretty cool when all you the can walk to Uhhuh. Start, yep, yeah. when you can like walk to the front of the bar. You can literally see There you know, he's literally talking. over there barbecuing and watering the plants. So if <laughs> I yeah.
2: if I'm looking for a girlfriend or wife, yeah. would you say going to a bar is a good option?
1: I think Fun bars with friends are great options plan, right? to run into people, yeah, and to meet people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do it. <laughs> so go for it, just Max. To get some Max advice, here. A lot yeah. About, no, yeah. okay, not necessarily. Like a plan of attack, I think is what he's.
2: No, I'm just going with the flow, you know. I don't. Are you? How's yeah. it working? Well, you know I'm young. Maybe a right? maybe a better
1: plan would be a good. Yeah, I feel I like know. I'm so
2: young enough. To, I, I don't need to settle down here quite, quite yet. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. So, what is it like, kind of being integrated into the Samoan culture? I bet that's pretty crazy. Like, and like yeah. you not, you know, being used to that at all, or even knowing much about it going in.
1: That's very true. And you know, Ian is one of th- um, thirteen kids. And he's one of the youngest. And so his family, it felt like two separate families, right? Because the older kids are, you know, moved out and stuff like that. And his parents had already passed when we, when we met. So he didn't really have much family back in Samoa when we met. So we didn't go back home for a long time. He was settled here and everything like that. But on our wedding, when we got married, uh, gosh, 28 years ago or so, um, that started the first of many family reunions. And we did this huge family reunion, and I met all the brothers and the sisters, and most everybody in the family was married to another Samoan. So I was you know, sort of coming in as myself, this Irish woman, and um, they were welcoming. They were amazing. Um, I call them my sisters. I feel I feel really blessed. We don't see each other that much anymore. But the families, we just got done with the family reunion up in Washington. and It was awesome. So it's an amazing culture. You it's- used
0: to do that reunion at your house. Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yes. And I remember that. It would just be insane. It's insane. I'd come over and I'm not like. Just oh, where a hundred people would be yeah. at this house. It
2: feels powerful and like kind of connected. Like even being at Kuna's wedding, you could just get a taste of like what it's like. Yeah. Being in that kind of
0: culture, so I think that
2: was pretty cool.
1: It's kind of cool, and the traditions that go along with yeah, it. You guys like, got to see some of the traditions it, is it, is at the wedding. Lot, they're a lot more
0: passionate about like their hair. Like I'm Irish, like I don't, uh-huh. I don't really do anything, but. Yeah. 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 No, that's it. Is cool. The the wedding, which I w- d- want to talk about a little bit. Yeah. What did um, you guys think? Oh my first one so that was my first wedding and yeah. it was a blast yeah yeah i'm happy it was for so much fun kina
2: and katie oh cool. i know me too
1: how are they doing they're great we j- i just showed them a house today when we yeah. segue into that i'll let you know how they're doing yeah. there but um they went to tulum for their honeymoon they had a fantastic time um is that mexico uh-huh oh, yeah, yeah exactly. on the on the caribbean coast i think and um they're great they're super excited and it went over without a hitch and no one was sick. No one, we didn't have to cancel anything, you know, so felt really lucky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, perfect. That yeah. was a
2: great setting, too. It's pretty, huh? Yeah, really yeah. pretty. So, you, uh, so basically, before we get into, I guess, real estate, because we kind of want to learn about that, Aiden and I aren't too educated about it, but we're looking to kind of settle down together in the future. So,. If we're looking for a house you know how, what, would you, what would you suggest to
1: us <laughs> well you two together settling down in the house I think is yep. awesome I think that's great two bedroom. a two-bedroom okay two-bedroom <laughs> yeah because you need an office and then yeah <laughs> and so uh, so um, first and foremost here's a question for you what do you how, how much money do you think it takes If you had to guess to get into a house for a first-time buyer, like let's say you were going to buy a house that was five hundred thousand dollars, like how much do you need to have? How much do you need to have? You know, you get a loan for the bank, but you know, there's down payment. Yeah, down payment. Like fifty thousand
2: maybe for down
0: payment. A lot more. I was going to say like like three hundred thousand. Yeah,
1: yeah, and. That is a little bit of what a lot of you know, first-time buyers think before they get educated in the program and everything, is that it really doesn't take that much money to buy the house. You have to get approved for the loan, but if you only wanted to put down maybe 5%, a down payment, and that's what you give to the bank to kind of say, okay, I'm putting some skin in the game too, right? Yeah. Here's my portion. You give that to the bank, and the bank loans you the rest of the money. And then you pay that off every month, right? And you pay little by little. To the bank. To the bank. Yeah. And they charge you an interest rate for that. And I don't know if you've been hearing on on the news or anything how interest rates are getting higher, interest rates are getting higher. Um, the interest that you pay to the bank is generally more, especially those first 10 years, than the amount, than the money that you are borrowing from them. So you're paying a lot of interest, right? Yeah. But there's, when are you going to save up $500,000 to buy a house? So, you, you know, you got to get in. You hope to get a low interest rate. Interest rates now, you would may be maybe paying 5% on the money you borrow. When my parents bought a house, they were paying 17% on the money they borrowed. When my sister bought all three of her homes, she was paying 8% on the money they borrowed. So it's
0: going down. It's,
1: it's way down. But what's funny is that they were down to like 2% and 3%. So you, you see them go up a little bit and everybody's like, oh my gosh, interest rates are so high. Interest rates are so high. They're not that high, and historically, investing in real estate has always has always paid off for most people. As so does long that means stay in it.
0: It's a the a, like one of the better times to buy right now compared to.
1: It's like, a good time to buy right now. I'll tell you what was happening like six months ago. It was a very hard time to buy for, for buyers because that's what I heard. there was nothing on the market. Yeah. Like Hugh and Katie, you knew we were kind of looking yeah. for houses before the wedding. They couldn't get in because you know what? They'd get beat out by people. That had cash, they didn't need a loan from the bank. And yeah. that's a better bar that's a better buyer to a seller. They got beat out by people paying a hundred thousand dollars over asking and they couldn't afford that. Mm-hmm. So first time buyers were having a heck of a time. Right now it's adjusting a little bit. There's more there's more homes coming on the market. Um, there's not as many bidding wars, you know, bidding up the price and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be easier for first time buyers and you too, to get into the market. Well, Claire and
0: Riley or or C P and Riley uh-huh. just did that.
2: Is there, yep. is there a certain area in Portland uh, that's best to buy a house or is it kind of spread across? Like if you're if you're a few years out of college
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and you're looking for a house, are there like certain areas where it's cheaper or better price value yeah. or does it not really matter?
1: No, area matters a ton and you probably heard that location, location, location theme, mm-hmm. right? And so area matters a, a lot. When, when you're buying, you need to think about where you personally want to live, maybe where you work, what's your commute. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to be driving to work? You know, what's around you? Is it important to be in certain areas with certain amenities? So all of those, you kind of narrow down what you're looking for first. And then whether it's east side neighborhoods, there's fantastic neighborhoods on the east side. Beaverton out by Nike and Intel and Hillsboro. Those are still great areas. You're going to be a little bit more affordable, maybe in, in deeper Hillsboro and, and that sort of thing. Um, but outstanding areas because of all, all of the companies out there as well generally the rule of thumb is close into this you know like we're pretty close in here in southwest portland right you can drive 10 minutes and be downtown city yeah
0: Mm -hmm. yeah um i think we should talk about like go back and talk about how you got to the point you're at in real estate right now yeah yeah um so you went to oregon i did did you get a is it a real
2: estate degree? Where did you get your degree in? I don't think Oregon has Is that No, degree.
1: they do not have a real they don't have a, a real estate program there. At least they didn't when I was there. Portland State has a very good real estate program, though, I'll say. That's what I just heard. From yeah, and I, I received my degree in psychology with a coaching minor. And generally, just like what you guys are probably experiencing now, generic degrees, whatever they are, you know, you get your degree and, and you move on. I didn't know when I was in college what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And it wasn't until – I worked in a, a few different fields um, – different industries early on and then when I got pregnant with Cunga with my first child and then I thought I was going back to work and then honestly I wasn't prepared to go back to work I didn't want to leave him yet so I did some some caretaking and stuff like that to try to make some money while I got my real estate degree and then you go you your real estate your real estate license not a degree you get your real estate license by going through a course of hours of about 300 hours of education online. Yes. Yes. Now when I did it, it was in person. It was, okay. Yeah. And it's, and it's been online, not because of COVID it's online now. And then you take a real estate exam and then there's a national and a state test and you have to pass both of them. And when you pass both of them and then go through background check and everything, then you are licensed as a realtor.
2: Were you always interested in, like, the real estate? Like, what inspired you to kind of get into I that? was.
1: For some reason, homes always interested me in architecture a little bit. I just liked homes. I'd go to open houses just to see them. I liked neighborhoods. I, I, I just liked that idea of that. And I also really liked um, the potential of working on my own and having um, unlimited potential income if I did it right so yeah if you play it right then it it works yeah because you're in most cases you're an independent contractor you're not an employee Mm -hmm. um, when you're working real estate and you are paid a hundred percent on commissions usually
2: yes what is it like kind of like working your way up in the, so like Well, wor-
1: did you start off? Was it just you when you just when you started? Yes, because back then, now there's lots of ways to get into it, like with teams and and support groups, and and like, oh, okay, I'll be your assistant, or yeah. I'll be your buyer's or your show showing agent or something like that. They didn't have that when I started in real estate that long ago. So I kind of jumped in, didn't know what I didn't know, and it probably paid off for the best. So I just kind of built my business by working in this office and helping realtors and and doing their open houses for them because they didn't normally like to do an open house. And I'd sit there and meet buyers and then try to build my business on that.
0: So then you, it's Crandall, right? Uh-huh, Crandall Group, yep. So then did you go to Crandall after that?
1: I worked for, I worked in resale, traditional real estate, just doing, you know, if your parents were going to sell their house or something, I'd sell their home, right? And then I did start getting in with builders, and I started working in new construction. And new construction on-site sales it would be a, a builder that has 50 lots, and they're going to build homes, and they want somebody in a model there to to sell to sell those homes for them so I started kind of fine-tuning my business to be more new construction related and then I did a condo project downtown and then I went and worked for a builder Arbor Custom Homes they were the biggest builder in northwest Portland and I started selling for them and then shortly thereafter, they asked me to be their director of sales and marketing, and that was a great promotion for me. And it was a very, very busy industry and a, and a very busy company to work for. Um, but it was a great way to get in with new construction. Yeah. So, wait, that would be, you
0: would, or the group would buy a big piece of land mm-hmm. and in the hopes of developing a bunch of things, and then would you come in and sell each individual Home they build,
1: yeah. So like at Arbor, and kind of similar to what I'm doing now with the Crandall Group, we just work with multiple builders. Okay. Um, and I'll 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 just jump to that. With with the Crandall Group, we have let's say four local home builders. There's a lot of national home builders, and the national guys can come in, and they can take down huge amounts of lots because their pockets are super deep, right? And they can pay a lot of money for the land. The local guys can't take down. You know, hundreds of lots at one time and then develop a, develop them with roads and the infrastructure, you know, all, all the under, you know, underground utilities and everything. That costs so much money to do it. So they work on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. So, Mark Crandall, who's been doing land for a very long time and is very successful, um, all of these local guys, they've been friends of his for like 25 years. So he tries to get the land, you know, for these guys. So he, he'll buy it or he'll find the seller and put the builder together. The builder will buy it it's raw land like that. They come in and they pay, they pay to develop it. And then we, I work with them on maybe the product types So what sort of houses are going to go here. How big are the houses? Um, what sort of interior finishes are we going to do? What's our price point? What's our buyer demographic? So I don't do the land side so much, but I work with them on preparing for the the homes. homes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I have a team, um, sales agents that, um, are kind of on the ground in the model, selling those homes, and they work with the buyers and the agents that come along to see them. Okay.
0: Um, what was I going to ask? Oh yeah. Um, so just you—you you didn't start where you were at Crandall, right? Because yeah. over time, I've I noticed that the kitchen gets renovated. Uh huh. The house gets a little bigger. You know. So I'm guessing yep. there was things that happened at work that.
1: Yeah, you I mean. I love the industry and I love my career. And so even though it can be super volatile, there's been some recessions. Um, the 08 was a big, big one that hit the builders extremely hard and the lending industry. Um, but we survived that. But no, I started my own my own regular business and then started, you know, yeah, hopefully every year you're making more money. Mm-hmm. And then I went in-house, like I said, with that company called Arbor and I worked with them. Um, and then they, they split up. And then Mark was looking for a sales manager because his wife, they started the company together. Angela, she wanted to go do something else. So Mark's like, well, I'm either going to ramp that side back up, the home selling side, or I'm just going to be done with it and just do land. And our paths got cro- paths crossed right about the right time. And somebody introduced us. And what he needed is exactly what I do. And what he had an opening for is exactly what I was looking for.
2: Has there been any mentors that you've kind of relied on to help you along the way?
1: and Um, There have been. I mean, people that, you know, nobody else would really know, but experienced agents who are really smart and know what they're doing and don't cut corners and took me under their wing. So I kind of helped them with things maybe that they didn't have time to do. And they were, they were awesome at, um, helping me with contracts and it's, it's, there's so much to it now. It used to be very easy. It's a five page contract. You fill it out, you do your thing and you sell the home and it's a lot of there's the contracts now and the process and the disclosures of everything there's a lot more to it so it really does take somebody kind of showing you the ropes yeah
2: so if there's someone listening right now that's interested in real estate and wants to get into it like what would you advise them to do
0: like
1: I would advise them to, to um, go ahead and call me up or email me and have an exploratory conversation as far as it's just informational for them um, because there's lots of different ways to get into real estate and there's lots of different types of real estate, whether you're a leasing agent, a commercial agent, new construction, residential specialist. There's a lot of things like that and there are some, I think, very... Very good possibilities, ways to get in with certain companies and teams that um, I didn't really have access to when I started and makes the trajectory of your careers much faster. Mm -hmm. And so I would say do informational interviews. um, Look into getting your license because that's something that that those hours you can just start doing regardless. It's not super expensive to do and start investing in that.
2: And then to piggyback off that, I like that advice, if someone's looking out of college or just in general to buy a house maybe someone with lower income someone who's just trying to get into you know a career
0: I I do think that is something that especially like I mean I don't and I know like a lot of my friends probably don't and you you touched on it earlier but I I do think like a lot of young kids don't have any idea Mm -hmm. like the the first step or even yeah like that I mean just the whole process of it yeah so I mean if you want to talk about
1: yeah sure and 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 the thing is, is when the the first thing that any buyer needs to do, you go to your bank or a loan officer with the bank and you say to them, this is my job. This is how much money I make. I want to know how much, what sort of home I could buy. how much How much would I qualify for to buy a home? So you need to have two years on the job is general. You need to have a decent credit report. Start, as as probably your parents have told you guys before, it's building up your credit mm-hmm. is important because you sort of assume that no credit's really good like oh i'm not going to take out a credit card and i'm not going to have a, but but age credit agencies to build your credit score and get it higher that's what banks look at to decide how much money they should lend you right how safe of a borrower are you oh. and by building your credit you're establishing that credit history without credit they don't know if you're a good borrower so or your not trust is yeah,
0: what's my, built over time yeah
1: okay. and they okay. want to see every month that you pay your Credit whatever if it's a car, if it's a student loan, um, if it's a five thousand dollar loan from your bank or something, you're paying that on time every month. That's building your credit, and and that's increasing your credit score.
2: Yeah, my my dad just gave me a lecture the other day because we were talking about like I don't have a credit card, I don't Mm -hmm. have a credit score. He's like, shoot, I should probably start getting these guys to kind of build up their credit score because when you go to the bank to get a loan and you want to buy your first house and you have nothing right well they're going to look at that and be like all right you're not qualified right
0: so if you have nothing like my credit score would be zero right now wouldn't it right probably does that affect like if you if you had nothing going in and you're trying to buy a house would you be able to even make it happen
1: yeah you could still do it it's going to depend on other factors then what they'll say is okay you don't have a credit score but you've had a job for three years and you're making good money, right? Mm. Or you've also, um, we might, we still think you're a little risky because we don't know for sure you're going to pay us back yet on this credit score. So we're going to do it, but we're going to make we're going to give you a higher interest rate. So if there's a risky buyer, when I was talking about the interest rate, uh, at five percent, let's say it's that, and they're like, "Oh well, you don't have this, you don't have this." So we'll qualify you, but your rate might be six and a half percent, or we want more down payment. So they're going to look at it and where you fall into their risk factors. Yeah. And some lenders might say no, and others might say yes because they. They have certain regulations and rules that they kind of go by, but you know, a credit union has different um, leverage and things like that that they can use for you than, say, um, U.S. Bank maybe. So just because you get turned down once, learn why why you're being turned down, and try to fix it. Maybe it's like, yeah, you need your credit, or you need to be on the job two years. And then knowing that is huge because first time buyers they'll go out there just start looking at homes. And then they want to make an offer, and and they're not in a position to make an offer or get it accepted so you yet. You need to know what you have yeah. before you go in. Yeah, yeah. and you got to get qualified with your lender. So
2: you've been teaching your kids that at a young age, like Cuna and Katie, going in to buy a house, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm the same as your dad. I wish I was like looking back on it and sitting here talking. It's like there's so many things I wish I probably would have done yeah. differently with the kids, um, but they're managing extremely. Yeah, Katie and Kuna are they're they're pre-approved with the lender. Dang. Yep, they're all they're all set um and they're being conservative like they may be able to qualify for this but they want to buy here you know lower than what they're qualified for because they don't want to be so tied to just their mortgage payment they want to be able to go on trips and, and still travel and,
0: house yeah right yeah yeah
1: and it won't be their forever house yeah. exactly right it's their starter house
0: so yeah might.
2: that's awesome
1: i love love learning about that
2: yeah um so maybe getting into like the kids um, kind of as we mentioned we all grew up together. Where has that been as like a mom kind of having your kids grow up around all of us? I'm sure there's a lot of stories um, Yeah, is it just been a good experience for you guys? I'm sure to have that you know kind of community and of Friends and
1: it has your mom is one of my best friends all three of y'all's your your moms yeah. We we run together um, We drink together. We hang out together. We shop together. We vacation together um, They're coming over tonight um oh, a yeah. barbecue a little, yep. a you guys, wine, wine, wine nights is? in that uh-huh. back patio yeah. huh? <laughs> uh-huh yep and uh That's and so, so you know it's amazing because the support group for it um is phenomenal and women being around other strong women and girlfriends like that um because husbands are great and boys are great but you know you really need your girlfriend sometime it,
0: um, it's yeah. crazy like, it's, but like especially you and my mom like there's uh-huh. so many like similarities like Especially with like the work stuff, well, not, I mean, yeah. not only the work no. stuff, yeah. but just, even like the personality and like I just, it is like having like a second mom right next mm-hmm. door, which is just something. Just I've brothers and sisters. It takes right. a village so to raise y'all. Yeah, it takes a Pacific village City. to raise
1: y'all. Well, that's Pacific all time. Pacific City, oh, yeah. the sand dunes. a
2: tradition right there. Yeah, that's well, I mean, and, like we had a
1: we have a hole in the fence. I mean, and the, the probably the most stories that we would have would be about Lola and Aiden because Lola right. is my youngest, and she is one year younger than you guys, right? And since they've been little, they have been running around this acre and like best of buds since they were small. And the funniest thing is like, as they're each getting older, they would still always invite each other to yeah. each other's part- birthday party. But <laughs> Aiden would be the only day. boy at Lola's party, and Lola would be the only girl <laughs> at Aiden's party. And there's no other guy or girlfriend. Right. Age, and yeah. you would always be so worried about Lola, like, oh, okay, we're, you know, this and that, And Lola <laughs> would be the same thing. Well, we can't do that, mommy. It's too girly. Aiden won't like it. <laughs> you know, they were just, they, you know, they, they were the best. So, like, so I had a basketball oh, yeah.
0: tournament, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll have Lola come because she can be on my team, and it'll be me and Lola versus everybody. I mean, I think it and you guys working. won. We did win.
1: She saved it. She saved the game. Yeah. She saved the game? <laughs> no, I'm no. kidding. Remember, you had a fever. You uh-huh. were so sick. And, and and she sat down on the couch, and she's like, Aiden, listen, I know you're not feeling well, but I feel as though if you get out there, I think we can do this. <laughs> Ask your mom and your dad. They'll say the that. same thing. And you went out there, and yeah. And Joe, I don't know. The ump might have been, or the, 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 yeah. the ref might have been a little skewed, because he was probably rooting for you. In yeah, Lull, he probably so, was. Yeah. But um, but yes, raising a family with a bunch of kids and your best friends by your side, there's nothing better.
2: Yeah, it's been great. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add. I don't know. Do you have anything you want yeah, to add? Is there it? any? One, I think there's a lot of like college kids watch right now. I don't know if if you have any advice for them. I know it's kind of a broad question. But. No,
1: but it when it comes when it comes to you know I mean your dad is such a good resource for things like that for financial things, but investing in real estate is, is such a great thing to plan for and to strive for. And some very good advice by a very wealthy developer that also grew up in the neighborhood here. Um, and he, right when he got out of college, he found a way to buy his first home. And what he did after that is every two years he bought another home, but he never sold his homes. So he has a rental and then he'd move into a new one or he bought his house, lived in it for two years, rented it out, bought his next house, rented it out, bought his next house. And I think three years ago, I sold for him 135 of his rentals. Holy <laughs> Yeah. And he gross. has way more than that. And now he's now he's converting motels into little micro condo, cute little jewel boxes, because all the motels went out—all the motels that went out of business for COVID. Mm-hmm. He flew all over the Pacific Northwest and other states and buy, bought up those hotels and turned them into little condos. Wow! So think creatively and invest in real estate. I love it. Boom. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Great, you. great sitting yeah. down
2: with you. Appreciate your time. Um, uh, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Adios. Boom.